Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode. It's just me talking to you again. I was overwhelmed by the amount of grateful responses I got to last week's episode. And so many of you had a lot of takeaways. And one of the biggest takeaways you had and one of the biggest questions that I got or theme of questions was, what can I do? You know, what can I do? So in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you a little more about some suggestions for navigating this intense time, what you can do to help. And I also want to make it super clear that I 100% acknowledge that we're dealing with a nasty virus that's going around. And it's important to be cautious and to learn about it and not to live in total fear. Because I see in my work, in my life, how fear mobilizes us, how fear causes us to react emotionally, how fear allows us to take on beliefs or patterns of behavior that maybe aren't in our highest good. So it's just important to come at everything in our lives with as little fear as possible. Before I dive into all of this, I want to tell you from the start, at the end of this episode, I'm going to guide you through a meditation and visualization and prayer because one of my biggest intentions is to help us awaken and come together. And like I said last week, the issue of human trafficking is an issue that undeniably I think that we can all agree on. And that was the thing that so many of you heard most last week which I'm so happy about because the more people that get involved and the more people that are educated, the more we can really save the kids, you know, and these aren't just little kids, teenagers as well. So I'll give you a little more information on that as well. Before we dive in, let's take our attention off of all those things for a moment. And I want to tell you about a really cool virtual summit that a dear, dear friend of mine, Aaron Glassman is hosting. I've known Aaron for, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many years, a long time. We've been through a lot together. He's a dear, dear friend, and he's hosting a summit called The Awakened CEO. It's conversations that will inspire, awaken, and produce amazing results in your personal and professional life. You don't have to be a CEO to listen. If you're in any kind of personal or professional leadership position, this summit is for you. And Last week, I talked so much about how it's important for us to really step up as leaders. And I think this summit is a great resource in terms of what can I do? How can I be an awakened leader? So you can join me. I'm one of the people interviewed in the summit and other top industry coaches, entrepreneurs, and authors. Steph's also going to be interviewed there. And it's completely, completely free. And the link will be in the show notes. So just go to the show notes on your podcast app or on my website, christinehasler.com slash podcast, and you can find the link there. All right. So let's dive into some of the topics I brought up last week, and I'm going to give you some additional resources. And again, Do I agree with all the resources that I gave last week or this week? It doesn't matter. It's really up to you to decide if you want to have a listen and critically think and question because how we awaken isn't just through personal development and prayer and spirituality. One of the ways that we awaken is through questioning the narrative and questioning a lot of our beliefs. That isn't about like I said, buying into conspiracy theory or anything. It's about really doing your research and 
If you're only paying attention to mainstream media, then what you're consuming is only one point of view. Because mainstream media, it isn't 100% honest. <laughs> it, just, it just isn't. And so it's important that we balance that out with other things, other resources, podcast experts, and listen to it all and then really start to arrive at, you know, what is the truth for me? So let's talk about COVID, the effects of it, and what you can do first. One thing that I've been open about that I find, well, that I have an expectation hangover about regarding this virus that we've been dealing with since the beginning of the year is the missed opportunity for a global health revolution. And we have so many people that are listening, that are paying attention, that don't want to get sick. And why isn't there more information, advocacy for, hey, let's really amp up our immune systems. Let's teach people that eating processed food, eating sugar, not exercising, being very, very overweight is not good for our health. And we can empower each other to really learn how to be healthier human beings. And that makes us in a lot of ways less vulnerable. Now, I'm not saying that only unhealthy people get sick. I'm not saying that at all. And if you look generally, people that are healthy and do put the time into taking care of this incredible body that houses our soul tend to get sick maybe a little less often because there's so much research out there about how exercising and getting sun and getting good sleep and eating fruits and vegetables amps up our immune system. So my mission is always to empower you. That's what I've always wanted this show to be. And so I want to empower you so you don't live in fear, right? We talk a lot on the show about how we either can try to get rid of what we don't like, or we can move toward what we want, you know, what we want to get into. And actually this week's upcoming coaching call with Melissa, you'll hear me coach her more into where she wants to go versus trying to get rid of what she doesn't like. And so if we can really move into this place of empowerment and trusting our bodies and trusting that, you know, if I do get sick, my body has what it needs to be able to fight it. So as the empath that I am and as the coach that I am, my biggest concern is the fear, the, the, the fear pandemic that also seems to be spreading. So I'm asking all of you, my incredible listeners, to join me in coming back into love, back to empowerment, back into what can I do? You know, what can I do to make myself feel safe in my body? What are the things I can do to exercise more? To Even if you go outside and stand in the sun for five minutes, you're doing amazing things for your immune system. And if you can add taking off your shoes and socks and putting your feet in the grass or the dirt, that's amazing. If you can get in 20 to 30 minutes of exercise a day, incredible. If you can replace a lot of the processed food and snacky foods that a lot of us go to during times of boredom or fear or anxiety with fresh fruits and vegetables, 
more water, herbal tea. That's incredible. And maybe you want to consider taking some of the supplements that have been shown to really help boost with our immune system and particularly this virus in terms of the research that I've done. But I said, go back to always do your own research. But the ones that I am taking are zinc, Qcertin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. I also take something called NAC on an empty stomach, NAC, and as in Nancy, A is an apple, C is in carrot, which is great for respiratory health. So you can, you can research these things on your own and listen to different experts and see, hmm, what do I want to invest in, in terms of keeping myself feeling empowered? The other thing that I think is important is that we aren't afraid of other people. From my point of view, that's not healthy. Part of our humanity is connecting with other people, trusting other people. So one thing that you can do is be connected to people and see if there's someone in your community that you can perhaps help. Maybe there's a family where both parents work and they have kids and they're homeschooling and trying to work and maybe you have more time and space and perhaps you want to cook them a meal or organize something called a meal train. Just go to Google meal train and there's these services that you can organize and get a lot of people involved in either cooking or sending DoorDash or buying groceries or whatever. Think about how can I help the people in my community? Are there people I can hire that I know really have been out of work. Maybe there's yoga teachers that you used to go and always go to their class. And maybe you can say, hey, will you take me through a Zoom class? There's little things that you can do to help your community. So if, if one of your questions was, well, how do I help this COVID time when so many people are suffering? Just be creative about it. And the other thing that you can do is just start talking, not attacking, <laughs> but just start talking to your friends, your community about their amazing immune system and what they can do to make themselves healthy. Because I think people need more tools than staying home six feet away from other people and wearing a mask. Again, I'm not anti any of those things. If those are the things that stop the spread, we are told that stop the spread, so be it. And there's more we can do, which goes back to my expectation hangover of the massive opportunity we have to really make some changes. Look, we have millions and millions of people wearing masks everywhere that they go. If we can enroll people in that, what other positive things could we enroll people in to bring some I'm going to be using the word empowerment and research like a broken record in this episode, but again, to bring the word empowerment back in. Since this virus hit, there's been an increase in alcohol sales, therefore consumption, an increase in fast food sales and sugar consumption, an increase in just isolation and loneliness and depression. And during a time when we should be coming together and encouraging and inspiring each other to be more healthy. So do what you can to move out of that place of fear, to really continue to do your research about how to keep yourself healthy and think about what are the small contributions that I can make to my immediate circle, my community, because that's how we keep humanity going. We need these touch points. We need people seeing people, people helping people, people smiling at people. And as you're doing your best to contribute and help and connect with other people, 
Don't forget about yourself in that. If you've been really triggered during this time, this fear is really, really up for you. Look at that. So much of this intense year is triggering shadow stuff and inner child stuff. You've heard me say that. Whenever we're in a time of massive intensity and uncertainty, our inner child wounding, our shadow stuff, and shadow isn't these bad, ugly parts of us. It's just the unowned, unprocessed, unacknowledged parts. And if you go into them and really give yourself this space to do the temper tantrum release and the release writing and work with a therapist or a coach or come join me for mastery or the inner child workshop that's happening next weekend, the 28th, I pretty much guarantee you, if you do that work, you will feel less fear. You will feel more internal safety and you will feel more empowered and inspired to help others. Also, I encourage you to one person who's a friend, he's been on this podcast and I really love a lot of what he's saying about our immune system. And he actually did an entire hour long like documentary around masks, like the actual research of, of masks. And again, I'm not saying don't wear masks. I want to be really clear. I'm not an anti-masker. I am a pro-informer, pro-empowerer, pro-education. But the person I'm talking about is Sean Stevenson. He has a podcast called The Model Health Show, and you can follow him on Instagram as well. And he has done tons and tons of research and he wants to empower and educate. And I stand with him and with so many of you and let's get empowered and educated about this and not just live in fear. And as I said last week, the, I think I called them side effects last week to this virus are very concerning. Child abuse and domestic violence rates have gone so far up. You can do the research. I'm not going to list a bunch of stats. I want, I want you to discover this for yourself. Suicide rates have gone up. Unemployment is at a massive, like it has just skyrocketed. And depression and anxiety has also skyrocketed. I'm sure a lot of you are feeling it. So where I am is, like I said, doing research and questioning and trying to think creatively about and proactively about how else we can deal with a virus and not have our mental health, physical health, economy, and safety, because violence is also going up during this time, really jeopardized. And that's where we as a community, as global citizens, have to come together too. And we do that through education, informing ourselves, coming together, and not fighting about issues so much, and empowering ourselves and others. So I encourage you, now you may be thinking, what can I do? Well, if I hadn't said it enough, do some research, educate, empower yourself, really learn about your immune system. And as you do, just start to talk to people. Start to talk to people in your community. Start to talk to people in your family about things that they can do. That's the biggest thing I've been doing in my community. It's just offering ways that people can feel empowered with their own immune system so that we can bring down the fear a little bit and bring up the empowerment. I think we all can agree that we want to slow the spread of a virus. But here's, here's the deal, and you, you all know this. 
viruses are out there. This probably won't be the last one. And so if the only way we're dealing with it is stopping everything, then is that what we're going to do next time? So I think we need to start learning about how we can deal with this and approach this in more empowering ways. And that's going to take each and every one of us really doing some serious reflecting and meditating and asking for guidance. And again, not being so emotionally reactive. So that's all I'm, I'm going to say about that. I know that you will continue to do your, your own research and do things that keep you and other people feeling healthy and empowered as well. The next thing I want to touch on is vaccines. I got a lot of questions about that as well. There's another wonderful interview that I listened to. Uh, another good friend, Luke Story, has a podcast called The Lifestylist. And he recently interviewed Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's an activist and a very informed leader who is an absolute defender of the environment and children's health. Their conversation was about vaccines. And again, do I agree with everything? Am I anti-vax? No. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. I will say I am pro-information and pro-human empowerment and pro-truth and pro-people having informed consent and information. And I know a lot of you, because I heard from a lot of you, that you would like a choice when it comes to a vaccine. And I think that's really healthy. <laughs> I think that's really healthy to want uh, information and to want a choice before. And I, you know what, guys, I'm the same thing with food. I don't buy anything without reading the label. When I go to restaurants, I often ask what oil they cook in because I don't want to consume certain kind of oils. And that's because I find health one of my top values. If I'm not healthy, then I can't live into my full potential. I can't serve. When, when health is jeopardized, and I've had times when my health has been jeopardized, it's so hard to do what we're here to do. And so being informed is one of the ways that we take dominion and we take charge over our health. So that's all. I just want you to be informed. And if you love vaccines and believe in them, that's great. Wonderful. I support that choice because it's your choice. And if you like to have a choice and you're concerned about mandatory vaccines, then one of the things that you can do is start to contact the governor and lieutenant governor in your state. We have to remember that we do live in a democracy. <laughs> These people are our representatives. And so if we don't know who they are and we don't have communication with them, then how is our voice heard? So that's one thing you can do. You can find out, like, do you know who your governor and lieutenant governor are? Maybe your governor, but maybe not lieutenant governor. And write them letters and ask what their position is and, and get involved. Doesn't mean you have to run for office or get super involved politically. But if we want to be part of, of the change and of laws and regulations that are being enforced, then be educated, be aware, be involved, get involved. And back to my broken record, do your research. The wonderful thing about social media is that there's a lot of information. So I, you know, I'm going to um, give you a tip that I use. And I give this tip to people 
who, when they're searching for like a therapist or even when they're online dating and they're about to open an app and swipe, as you're about to sit down and do some research on any of the things that we've spoken about so far, take a moment and set your intention. Set your intention. Just ask to be cleared of anything that's not serving you, any limiting beliefs, any misperceptions, any other person's point of view that may be clouding your vision. And ask that the guides that work with you, that God, that the highest, 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 highest source guide you to what serves you in your highest good. Ask, ask the universe, ask source energy, ask God to direct you to the information, to the people, to the resources that are most aligned with truth and your highest good. I have found when I do that, I'm always magically directed to the right information, the right person, the right resources. So as you do your research, do it with intention. Do it with conviction. Add some spirituality to your Googling or your DuckDuckGoing or whatever browser you use and see what happens. See what happens. Again, I keep nudging you towards empowerment, 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 not rebellion, not cynicism, maybe some degree of skepticism to the degree of curiosity and questioning things. But really, this is about empowerment. So before we get to the meditation, let's talk for a moment about human trafficking, because I know that is something that so many of you rally around. And we're really asking, okay, what can I do? What can I do? It seems like such a big issue. What can I do? Well, the biggest thing you can do is just pay more attention around you. Like pay a little bit more attention to children around you, especially if you're someone that is around a lot of children. Learn what a lot of the signs are because this is happening in a lot of our backyards. And so the more informed you are about the signs, the symptoms, the more in tune you are with humanity, the more aware you will be. And that's, that's one of the ways that we can help is just being aware. And if anything seems weird or fishy or, you know, listen to that intuition, take action. And I want to give you a resource. This was put together by some friends of mine because it's very, very thorough. And I think it's a really good start. And then from this resource, you can go and, you know, look for other things. You can see what really resonates with you. I also have a call set up with a woman who's very involved in human trafficking and has an organization. And so I'll be back with more information as well. The resource I'm going to give you, I'll put the link in the show notes, but I just want to say it here as well. It's a bit.ly link, so bit.ly slash anti-human trafficking resources. Again, it's a bit.ly link, so that's bit.ly slash anti-human trafficking resources. And it's a six-page document, gives you some things that you can do. And once again, do your own research and find ways that you can get involved. Maybe the only way you feel like you can get involved at this point because you have so much going on in your life is monetarily by making a donation. And nothing's too small. Nothing's too small. And another way that you can really get involved is through prayer. 
Don't underestimate the power of your prayer, the power of your intention to put love and light out into the universe, to send that love and light into the people who need it most, especially the people that are doing a lot of these deplorable, illegal, evil, harmful things. That's, that's powerful. And the more of us that do that, you know, the more of us that put that energy and that consciousness out directly towards this issue, I, I got to believe it makes somewhat of a difference. And if you want to get more involved in terms of action, then go to that resource that I gave you, the anti-human traffic resourcing, let that be a start and then, and then dive in. I know that using your intuition and the power of intention, you'll be directed to the best way to help. But again, nothing's too small. Prayer is not too small. Small monetary donation is not too small. It's just if more of us do something, if everyone's doing something, then that's how we start to make a dent in, in so many of these things. So enough talking. <laughs> now it's time to dive into a bit of a meditation and a prayer. So if you'll please close your eyes. Come into a place where you can be still and take some nice deep breaths. Inhaling and exhaling and really feeling, feeling your breath, feeling your healthy lungs, feeling the power of that life force, that breath. moving in and out of your body and feel that beautiful oxygen coming in, breathing in all the good stuff and with each exhale, exhaling anything that doesn't serve you. And as you're breathing, feeling how this breath, this life force connects us to all of humanity, brothers and sisters on this planet, all life forms, all animals and plants, this beautiful breath, this oxygen that connects us all. And let that inhale and exhale soothe you. Let it bring you fully into the present moment. And just know that when fear or anxiety or concern comes up, you can always come back to this present moment. I am here now. And that present moment just soothes you. Right now, right here, all is well. You are safe. You are healthy. You're breathing in life, breathing out anything that doesn't serve you. And as you're breathing, I want you to imagine that you have this beautiful grounding cord coming out from your tailbone, descending down into the core of your earth, just rooting you and grounding you and holding you, feeling the safety and grounding of gravity in Mother Earth. feeling blessed to be on this beautiful planet in this healthy body, 
grounded and rooted and supported. And at the same time, you feel that grounding cord. I want you to visualize and experience a beautiful column of white blue light that's descending down from source, feeling that connection to unconditional love and light, wisdom, source energy, God. And feel that beautiful balance, that comforting balance of being grounded and supported by Mother Earth and feeling expansive and connected into Source God energy. And feel the intersection of those two energies in your heart. Your beautiful, loving, powerful heart. And breathe into your heart space. Both the front and back of your body, just breathe into that heart space, that beautiful space of unconditional love. If you want, you can visualize the color emerald green. And feel your own love. You can even put your hand on your heart if you'd like. And connect into that self-love. I love myself. I trust myself. I'm safe inside of myself. And feel that love from the divine as well that meets you and greets you there. That holds all of your love and loves you even in those moments when you forget to love yourself. This is where true safety resides that feeling of unconditional love connection and support that feeling of home this is where we feel safe and from this full place without depleting or giving away any of the love that fills you Because love is infinite. I want you to imagine shooting that love out of your heart in all directions. And pray that this light, this unconditional love, this Christ consciousness extends out to anyone who may need it. And just trust that the love and the light and the divine will know exactly where to send it. Just pray for that love and that light to extend out all over the world and be sent to those who need it most. I pray for this love and this light to reach anyone who needs it. That more love, more light, more awakening comes through into this planet. That the light outshines any darkness. That we as humanity, who are love, come together in love. To spread this light, to spread this love so that all people 
feel free, loved, safe, and seen. And we ask for this or something better for the highest good of all concerned. And so it is. Mm, All right, my lovely, my lovely, lovely tribe. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for praying with me. I invite you and encourage you to add prayer to your daily practice. Maybe a little more, maybe a little more often. Prayers don't have to be long. Can it see the intention and the heart that they come from that matters most? Not necessarily what you say or how long you do it or how often you do it, but where it comes from in your heart, where it comes from in your heart. And I know that for so many of you, the past few years, and especially this year, have come with their set of challenges. But don't lose faith in the human spirit and in humanity. Keep that faith. Find reminders of it every day. You know, I'm when if I am at the grocery store, if I'm whatever I'm doing, I always make a strong intention and commitment to connect with at least two to five people. And you can still smile through a mask and talk to people and just find that, that humanity, that human spirit. It's really, really important that we don't lose faith in humanity and in each other. And in this time of division, it's even more important. So spend less time arguing with people that you may disagree with and more time uniting with people who are keeping the faith and who can agree to disagree on some things, but also agree on the big things, which is life is amazing. Humans are amazing. We are full of infinite potential. And let's keep the faith that together, we as humans, we will get through this. And we won't just get through it, but we'll learn some things. You hear me say on the show so often, don't just get through something. Like learn learn the lessons, <laughs> milk it for all it's worth. So let's do that. Let's get through it together and let's learn some really amazing things that change all of us for the better. Thanks for listening. Much love and many blessings. Until next time.